Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Pame! Our Lexi for today is eleolado, eleolado or olive oil. My very favorite thing about the Mediterranean diet is the main component in the food plan, which is eleolado or olive oil. There are just not enough words, sentiments, or historical tidbits to express the human value and benefits of eleolado or olive oil. The art of using olive oil for mind, body, and spirit goes back 6,000 years. The father of medicine, Hippocrates, used olive oil in over 60 healing remedies. Eleolado. Fall in love with it for all the best reasons. Eleolado. Olive oil has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia, nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroneki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. Just like wine, there are hundreds of olive varieties, each with its own unique taste and character. High quality extra virgin olive oils are fruity. They're pleasantly bitter, and that's due to the freshness of the olives and the pungent taste because, well, the abundance of nutrients. Today, I'm so excited about this. We're going to dive into the beauty, the wellness, the history, and the health of extra virgin olive oil for the sake of your vitality and mine. My lovely guest, a certifiably and vastly knowledgeable olive oil expert and enthusiast, Joanne Lucina. She's the president of Olive Oil Lovers, and I welcome you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Kiki. I'm very excited to to talk about olive oil today. Oh my God. Well, you're an expert in it. So before we get into that, you did something that I've always dreamed of doing, which is going to Greece and staying for a very long time. How did you end up? Was it Crete that you ended up in? Yes. I, I uh, lived in Hania, Crete, in Western Crete for two years and um, go back regularly. <laughs> and then when you went that first time, did you go for work-related experience or was it just how to tell us about the experience? Yeah, it was, it was kind of one of those, um, post university, um, you know, just kind of want to travel the world a bit before I kind of sit down and get a regular job. And so I went to, uh, Crete to get an English, um, to teach English as a foreign language basically. But, um, you know, that only happened for a couple of months before I just ended up really becoming very curious about olive oil from all the fantastic food that I was eating and seeing the way that the Greeks were eating it. And then of course, being surrounded by olive trees, which I had never seen before. And I really just fell in love with the magic of that and 
really wanted to learn more and just kind of, you know, segued away from teaching and immediately just kind of fell into um, learning as much as I could about uh, olive oil in the birthplace of olive oil. (laughs) I think I read somewhere that there's an olive oil tree in Crete that may be 6,000 years old. Is that true? This is true. Yeah. Um, You know, it's, it's definitely thousands of years old. Um, It's, it's debatable perhaps, you know, for, for three to 6,000 I've heard. Um, And I have actually crawled inside of the trunk of this tree. Um, It's kind of hollowed out inside and all knotted like a big circle and kind of, you can even crawl in there. It's, it's, it's really neat. And it still produces olives today. Yes, this is true. How did you feel when you were in the tree that is thousands of years old that produces a food that is so good for us, that has been around forever and still continues to give us health and vitality? That's, you must have felt something extra special. You do, you do. It's, it's really mind boggling to think that there uh, is a tree out there that can survive for thousands of years and, you know, and think that it was producing a consumable food for civilizations way before your time and is still feeding people today. And every time I see trees like this, I just think, what have these trees seen in their days? You know, what do they know? <laughs> it's, it's really magical. The olive tree is a very, very magical tree for sure. I think I'll have to put it on my bucket list. Well, as the president of Olive Oil Lovers, Let's now kind of segue into how you started to take your interest of olive oil into a business of it and and to learning about it, the education of it. So, you know, I was first kind of dumbstruck, if you will, by how, how much the Greeks were eating and how tasty it was. Because I had just kind of, you know, I grew up in the, in like the nineties in my, you know, adolescent years where we were told that fat will make you fat and, you know, use it in very limited amounts. And so I went to Greece and kind of was still had this mentality, like, okay, we kind of learned that it's good for you, but still just only, you know, don't eat too much of it. And I go to Greece and they're just pouring bucket loads of oil, like pouring it all over their food. They want their salad, their Greek salads to be floating in two inches of olive oil so that they can like dip their bread in the bottom, you know? And I was like, no, don't pour so much. No, that's too much. It's too much. And, you know, and after a couple of weeks, I just let go of that, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to do what the Greeks do. And I'm just going to eat all this olive oil and soak it up. It's so delicious. And, um, you know, and I, after two years of living there, I, I actually dropped 30 pounds just doing nothing but eating the local food and like swimming and whatever. And so I knew, okay, this stuff does not make you fat. I think it even helps you lose weight. I don't know why. I mean, now I understand more why, but back then I just knew it was some, it was a very magical food that I think we in the, you know, in America maybe have gotten a little bit wrong or, <laughs> and also, I mean, and it just, you know, it tasted like nothing I had grown up with, you know, that I, you know, we would go through a bottle a year in our household. And, um, you know, growing wow. up, it was just something like, oh, you kind of cook with it here and there because it's healthier, but, you know, really didn't see it as a, as an ingredient that lends flavor to food um, that you want to really taste. And so that was new to me as well. And um, then I just started um, traveling more and going to different, to actually getting into the trade show circuit where I got introduced to other producers from other parts of the world and just started learning. There was this whole world out there of, of olive oils from different regions, from different varieties of olives and how they produce different flavor characteristics and then how 
the, the harvest, harvesting and production methods contribute to um, the resulting flavors that you that you extract from those. It, it was just so complex, so fascinating. And I was like, oh man, I, I have to bring this back to the U.S. because this is this is excellent knowledge that I think a lot of people don't 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 realize. And I want to do what I can here. So that's and that you that you've done is something you said that was really interesting, which is true about the Mediterranean Greek diet, which is it's mostly like a, a you know a light protein fish mm-hmm. and vegetable and olive oil and some bread diet. And the olive oil really does add the flavor. So you don't need a lot of extra things in your meal. Uh, let's talk about for the folks that are not familiar with olive oil, like you weren't back then. And I, I, I grew up with olive oil. I, I could bathe in olive oil. I drink olive oil. I eat it with everything. I put it on my skin. I love it. Uh, let's talk about how it's made for the folks that are not that familiar. How is it? Mm-hmm. Because it's a commodity. Yeah, it, it is. Um, and, I, and the thing that I always, you know, if there's one point that people could take, you know, to really understand about olive oil is that olive oil is literally a fruit juice. It's a fruit juice. So, you know, you want to think of it more that way than in, in a cooking oil, um, because the way that it is made, it's, it's the olive is a fruit of the olive tree uh, that is pitted. And you, to make olive oil, you, you, you pick the olives off of the tree when they're the perfect form of ripeness. And in the Northern Hemisphere, this happens generally in the months from, um, you know, late October into December. This is when the highest quality olives are harvested and at their optimal ripeness. And, and you pick this fruit off the tree. And just like any fruit, you it, it will oxidize over time. It will oxidize if you, it will bruise if you, you know, knock it around too much. It, it's susceptible to, um, you know, fruit flies and things just like any fruit. So, you know, it's crucial to get that picked fruit straight to to the mill, which there's always, you know, a mill nearby that a farmer will take the fruit to. Um, within, you know, hours of picking, and then you immediately wash the olives or you, you get off any of the dirt and, and leaves. Um, then you um, put the olives in, the olives kind of go into a crusher where they're crushed. Um, and then this kind of mulch that you have is put in what's called a malaxer for about 30 to 40 minutes generally. I mean, as low as 20 minutes or 30 minutes, the longer you malax, the more oil you will get. Um, but maybe, you know, the, it'll get too warm and anyway, I don't need to go into too many details on that, but essentially what that does is it forms olive droplets, that relaxing process. And then this is how modern oil is extracted. It's, you know, where a lot of people use the term pressed, that's no longer done today. That's kind of, that's an old school way of, of making olive oil today. All, you know, the highest quality olive oil, you, you take this this relaxed mulch, if you will, and you put it in and it goes into a centrifuge where it's then spun uh, to separate the liquids from the solids. And then you kind of have this, then what you're left with is is the olive oil, um, which is then, um, you know, decanted and and filtered to get a really clean, you know, to get any extra substances out or part, you know, particles out of the oil. And then you have like a really clean oil. And it's, so it's, it's really juice. There's there's no heat used in the process. There's no other chemicals. There's nothing. You're quite literally just crushing this olive fruit and extracting the oil from it and, and putting that into a bottle in the simplest terms. Um, and, you know, some really, really, you know, the highest serious quality producers, this whole process from picking the olive 
to having a an oil you can literally dip your bread in right there in the mill and eat um, can be as little as three to four hours. Um, so really, this all happens within the same same day. Um, you can't necessarily you want to filter and and the oil typically before bottling, so there is some time there, but. You can eat the, the you, you can eat it. I've done it many times, been in a mill and the oil's coming out of the spout and you stick a, a cup under there and you're like, yay, <laughs> you know, and it's, and it's the freshest oil you'll ever have. It's, it's quite amazing. So, so it's, you know, it's a fruit juice um, and that's what makes it, it so unique. As you say, it's so magical because of, well, it comes from the earth and you can eat it within hours. When I was in Greece, I had the experience to witness um, the oil swishing around in a big, huge, large vat. And then um, there were chemists that were testing the levels of the um, freshness and because there's so many olives that come in. Let's talk a little, this is such an extraordinary process. And then to see the trees and to see how it's processed, the olives are processed. Let's talk about different types of olive oils, which have to do with different types of olives. In my case, with Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, we have the um, olive oil that's from the Kalamata region, the Peloponnese, where my family is from. Mm-hmm. The Kalamata olive, the Koronaki olive, excuse me, describe its significance and beauty. So Koronaki um, olive oil, which is oil produced from the Koronaki olive, it's a, it's a very prevalent variety in Greece. Um, about 80% of, of the, the cultivars, as we call them, the varieties of olive in Greece are of the Koronaki variety. It, it loves the Greek land, the Greek soil, the Greek sun. It thrives in that region. Um, olives are very kind of tied to their indigenous regions. So, you know, you really tend to not find um, these varieties outside of their native regions. Now, there is some Koronaki. It does take well to the California region. We do know that. But, you know, it's it's a Greece is where, where it loves. <laughs> Greece is where its home is. So Greek Koronaki olive oil is really, really a special, uh, very unique product. Um, and it it. It, um, it's, it's weird. It's, it's, a, it's a small olive that looks a little like a, a pistachio, I always say. It's like the size of a pistachio. But if you see a tree, it's, it's a very distinct variety. You can't miss it when you see it. Um, when, when the tree is really healthy, it'll just be loaded in these little pistachio-looking olives that are just, you know, hanging heavy on the trees. Um, and the, the Korniki variety actually has a really high yield, so you can get a lot of oil out of this tiny olive, uh, which is quite remarkable. Um, and it's, it's also, you know, it's, it's less prone to, um, to diseases and that kind of a thing. So you just, you, you get really good quality oil from Koronaki and I, the whole kind of, you know, all the, all the bulk buyers of olive oil in the world know that Koronaki in Greece is really the, the best variety, if you will, because, um, it's, it's, it's a good value and, um, about like you know, over 80% of the oil that's produced in Greece is of extra virgin quality, whereas compared to other areas like Spain and whatnot, while they produce very good quality oils overall, maybe 30% of the whole production of that country would be considered extra virgin. So this is very unique to Greece. Um, uh, I very often say to people, like, if they don't know where to buy, buy from Greece, like, because chances are it's, it's authentic. You know, they don't buy oil from other regions and, and mix with theirs because theirs is, theirs, they don't have to. You know, they, people come to Greece to buy their oil to bring to their countries to mix with their oil. So, you know, you and you really kind of 
know what you're getting, if you will, when you, you know, when you buy an oil from, from Greece. Um, so that's one thing. It's, it's an oil you can always really trust you're going to get good quality. Um, and two, the flavor profile is, is very unique of, of this oil. And I mean, I've, I've been doing olive oil tastings for 15 years and I can tell you that, that the Koroniki variety is probably the most, has the most broad appeal to the most palates, um, because it's, it's kind of a little bit sweet. It can be a little bit almondy. You're going to get a little bit of that, you know, those grassy artichoke, maybe even a little bit of green apple aroma sometimes. Um, but it's not going to, it's never going to be too bitter, uh, that it kind of overwhelms your palate or, um, you know, it's going to have a little bit of that spicy, you know, pungent kick in the back of your throat, a little bit of, you know, nice tingly bitterness, um, but a lot of, you know, nice, good, smooth, fruity flavors that you can really use with anything and everything. I mean, you can cook with it. Um, you know, the Greeks bake with it. They, they make desserts with it. Um, they roast with, you know, meats and vegetables with it. And, but not only that, you, you dress with it. So, you know, you grill a nice fish and then you just pour olive oil on it and it's just, you know, it's like it lends such a beautiful flavor to the fish, you know, or you pour it over a Greek salad, you pour it over fresh garden tomatoes, um, literally kind of anything. And it's never really going to fight the flavors of the food. It's just going to complement them and enhance the flavors of the food. And really only Koronaki, truly, in my opinion, is a, is a variety that can do it all. Um, and so it's loved by chefs. It's loved by consumers for this re- reason. It's, it's kind of like a, what I call like a powerhouse um, olive oil. We appreciate that beautiful testimonial, which was all truth known by you and experienced by you about the Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, because mm-hmm. it does come from the Kalamata region. And that really... In a nutshell, you beautifully describe the value of extra virgin olive oil. Sometimes it can be a little bit pricier, and that's the reason you just described it. Uh, You also mentioned disease, and disease is so prevalent in America. I'm a firm believer that disease, in many cases, is the dis-ease of what's going on in your life. So if we believe that, and we can go to nutrition and movement and spirituality and relationships and sort of what... Dan Butner talks about in the blue zones, uh, then food and olive oil has a lot to do with this. One ingredient, I don't know if I can call it an ingredient, but something called polyphenols mm-hmm. is found in olive oil. Mm-hmm. Um, How can we spotlight that? Because it's really important to understand polyphenols and extra virgin olive oil. Yes. Yeah, so um, we, you know, I think... For, for a good 20 plus years, we, we knew olive oil was healthy because of, um, you know, the, the fatty acid profile, the health, the healthy monounsaturated fats. And it's only within maybe the last decade um, that, that these polyphenols have gotten um, attention. And this is really what makes olive oil stand apart from any, any other um, um, so-called cooking oil. Um, is, you know, there's, there are basically antioxidant compounds um, that are found in olive oil. And there's about more than 35 that have, that have been found to date. And, and many of them have been um, studied um, scientifically in, in health studies kind of sing, singularly. Um, there's uh, like hydroxycortisol or lurepen, oleocanthal um, is one that's been studied quite a bit. Uh, so, you know, 
basically they have anoxic properties that lessen the oxidative stress on, on the body, which then um, lowers your risk for heart disease, diabetes. I mean, it's very recently was found to have quite some phenomenal effects against cancer um, developing in the body um, and is very healthy for the brain um, and can reduce, uh, lessen the risk of Alzheimer's. Uh, so these, these, these polyphenols have really, really quite magical health, health properties and the higher quality, the oil, this is very important, uh, the higher quality of the oil, meaning you, you picked the olives when they were, you know, still green or just beginning to ripen when these poly, when they're at their highest as an oil, as an olive begins to ripen and turn from purple to black, let's say these, you know, these antioxidant benefits really drop quite dramatically. So it's very important to pick, to harvest the olives, to pick them off the tree, you know, before they ripen, um, get too ripe so that you can really take advantage of these properties. And how you know that your oil is, is kind of high with these phenols is, is you'll, you'll, it's, it comes through in the bitterness and pungency of the oil. So when you taste an oil, it's a little bit bitter, you know, that has some bitterness that maybe makes you cough in the back of your throat. You're going to feel a little tingle in your back of your throat. That is a sign of a healthy olive oil. And that's very important to note. Um, some people might say, you know, people who are not used to that might think there's something wrong with the oil because they've just never had a really, really healthy sound olive oil before. That's actually what one tastes like. Um, so that's a good sign. Um, you know, you're really getting, you know, you're, you're taking a few years off your life. If your olive oil makes you cough a little bit, I always say, <laughs> I was like, congratulations. You just, you know, you just added a couple of years to your life right there. <laughs> how fabulous, how fabulous. I love a little, a little, uh, example of how we should taste olive oil and how we know that it is really, mm -hmm. um, healthy for yes. us. What's the best way to store the olive oil? Storage is very important when it comes to olive oil, um, you know, because again, this ties back to what I said earlier about it being a, a fresh fruit juice. So, you know, you wouldn't like keep your orange juice in the fridge for six months, you know, you know that you want to consume it sooner than later. And olive oil is the same way. Now, of course, it has a longer shelf life than orange juice. Um, you know, an olive oil stored properly can, can actually maintain its, its kind of, you know, its flavors and, and healthy compounds even longer than the suggested, the, you know, best before date, which is kind of two, two years from harvest, we say. Um, and that's if it's stored properly from, from production to consumption. And that's very important. Um, you know, so you really want to avoid light and heat when it comes to storing your oil, it's very, very important. This is why you always see um, olive oil in dark glass bottles or opaque containers because you just really don't want your oil to be exposed to light. It will photo oxidize and we don't want our fresh fruit juice to oxidize. And then those, all those health benefits kind of, kind of drop if, if, if we're doing that. So, you know, this is kind of, um, you know, why it's, it's great to, um, you know, buy oil where you know it's being stored the, the proper way before you buy it. Um, you know, if it's sitting on the top shelf in a supermarket under those harsh supermarket lights for weeks on end, um, you know, you might want to con consider that. Um, and so once you get it home, you also really want to like treat it with care and make sure you're, you're looking after it and not letting it oxidize. 
So, you know, you, a lot of people, you know, a lot of times they come in pretty bottles and you want to put that on your kitchen counter, like next to your stove and, you know, and look at it every day, but, you know, we, we don't suggest that it's, it's best to keep it, um, you know, in a dark cupboard away from any light and heat sources. Uh, I have, you know, know a lot of people who keep, keep it in their wine cellar and that's a perfect place. You know, it's, it's cool. It's dry. It's dark. You know, store your unopened bottles uh, in the wine cellar until you open them and then make sure that you're storing it, you know, away from the stove in, in, the, in a dark, in a dark cupboard. Um, and then, you know, an unopened container of oil stored very properly, like in your wine cellar, let's say, which is, I think is one of the best places in your home to just, you know, a cool, you know, a basement room somewhere away from the dark. You'll be surprised. You you can open a bottle two years later. I've done this many times. You know, we always store our oil very very well. It's it'll still have its its bitterness and and pungency and and fruity aromas even after two years. Um, So you know, it's it's very important if you're not going to open it right away to store it properly, and it will stay quite fresh for a long time. And then once you open it, I always say, you know, try, try to eat it, you know, within three months, because as you're eating it, you're, you're introducing more oxygen into the oil, right? As the, and, and so it will, you know, the oil that's remaining in the bottle will oxidize quicker over time as you use it. And so, again, it's a fruit juice. You want to consume it liberally and quickly after opening, um, and, you know, don't save it for a special occasion. You know, if you get a nice bottle of, of Kefi Life, you know, just be like, woo, thank you. And open it right up, pour it on your food right then and there and just, and just eat it. You know, you, you, you don't want to save it for a special occasion, you know, next year or something. No, that's not, we are olive oil. We want to just eat right away and enjoy it right away. Joanne, I just love our conversation. It's been so delightful, but it's also been informative for the folks to understand how this is such a powerhouse. And this liquid gold can help us internally and externally. I uh, Unfortunately, this is the end of our interview. However, we will stay in touch. And I always ask my special guest this one question. Uh, Joanne, in my life, and you can, you can answer this, you can finish it by answering. Joanne, in my life, I have learned that. <laughs> uh, well, wow. I have learned that you never know where you're going in life. Um, just in, in context of this conversation, I, you know, I, when I was in college, I thought I was going to be a music video producer. And then I went to Greece thinking I was going to teach English. And then I fell literally into a well of olive oil and became a businesswoman. I mean, who knew? So <laughs> I guess you never know. Just, just be open to what life brings you and the doors that open before you and step across and and see what happens. You never know. We'll see you there. Great. Thank you. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, cala. This Hola, cala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus. Ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. The connection between you, your brain, and your body are imperative. The starting point, of course, is to pay attention to the connection. If there's a breakdown or weakening, whether it be in a relationship, your work, or yourself, I'd say it's smart to evaluate it and correct. A healthy thing to do for Olegala all as well in a connection is to seek solutions to keep your relationships strong and unified. But wait a second, don't wait until the last minute. Here are a few Olegala tips to keep the balance 
and avoid serious meltdowns. Number one, surround yourself with joy, which can be contagious in a scenario. Number two, ask for help. Better to do so than wallow in a collapse. And number three, as always, get a good night's sleep, which positively directly affects everything that you do in a day. Keeping yourself centered will provide the lens to see what's really going on with your connections. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com at kefilife365 on Instagram and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.